Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. Welcome back, companions, to the Lucky Die. Previously... Balance hates every aspect of the plan. Rao learns he is not the only one to watch the world burn for Aemar, and Sultana vows a reluctant enmity. Money bags filled with platinum and gold, and the hammer now in the possession of an ally, our former condemned criminals make their way back into town as Bogren leaves to make arrangements to take the hammer to Falsum. Could Balance get a vision off of Aemar's ashes? How much longer will the group tarry before reaching Odette? And how will Talis react? to her suddenly old father. I guess we're about to find out. Welcome back to The Lucky Die. guys left you you had just had a conversation with Bogrim who is now kind of the leader of the fourfolds um, and has walked away with the hammer of Kesa which uh, you believe to be the relic um, essentially Marnak would have confirmed this just as you went along I would have um, so. yeah like if it wasn't the hammer he would have told you uh, it, it, <laughs> we wouldn't have gone through all this travel <laughs> and he'd be like that's not my hammer not the hammer <laughs> Yeah. Insert SpongeBob meme. I found this hammer in the hands of this person. Yeah. <laughs> and this hammer has this psychic aura. Yeah, it sounds right to me. So logically, this must be your hammer. Makes sense. So take it. That's not my hammer. 
<laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys find yourselves, the three of uh, four of you. Yep. You find the four of you sitting in this kind of little meeting room. Um, everybody, uh, all the other like leaders of the fourfold are out on the balcony. What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to go? Yeah, what do you guys want to do? Well, should we depart now or do you two need a rest? What time is it? It's pretty, it's probably late evening. Probably late evening. It, it, it's not, not too long of a, a walk back to, to Telmath. I was going to say, if we're planning on staying, I would prefer we stay in Telmath. There's someone I'd like to say goodbye to. I'd, I'd very much like to talk, talk to Talus. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to uh, figure out what happened and I'll make you right again. Thank, thank, thank you for trying. But if if you you don't, it's 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 it it's okay. She's she's a a good good kid. No, I'll I'll figure it out. I have to figure it out. And he kind of looks away and swallows hard and. Uh, he puts his hand on your shoulder. Just gives you a squeeze. I think we'll all help in that. He smiles and he says, so long long as so long as she has you th- three and Kythea looking out for her. I'm I'm do- doing all this and he indicates just existence, just everything, looking around at him just and himself and you guys for, for her to, to have a life in this world I know she'll be be, be safe with with you for and uh, he he's doing that thing where he's trying not to he's looking anywhere but at anyone he's uh, like biting his lips and trying not to cry Balance hugs him aww he hugs I'll him also do a hug come on Rawl group hug I don't think Rawl is like <laughs> really into hug moment right now I mean he'll he'll half-heartedly do it but you can tell he's trying to keep himself together yeah there's uh, definitely two people in this room trying not to like tears stream down their face um okay um you guys make your way back to Talmath you make your way across the floor. You make your way to the elevator. It takes you, you know, a while to go up. Um, there's a lot of people leaving on foot at the moment, uh, making their way out, uh, heading back across the countrysides. Some of them are heading towards Talnath, but not a whole lot. You aren't a- alone when you travel the road. Um, and probably about two hours later, you know, traffic, um, elevator being slow, all this good shit. Um, the fact that Kade is now walking a lot slower than he used to. Um, you make your way back to the Killer Kitten. It's probably the other side of what would be considered midnight at this point. Um, you guys make your way there. Um, Kay doesn't really say much to anyone, and he just makes his way straight up to his to his room. What are you three doing? We're all gonna follow Caden. Okay. If I remember rightly, I think Sultana and. Ral were in a separate room. Yes, yes. they were because Kythea was like, you are not sharing a room with us. Get out. Hmm. Um, nope. 
I remember. Balance now and Kathy have their own room together. Yeah, now I remember. Gross. Yeah, you two, you two have a room separate. If you guys want to sh- put separate rooms complete, that's entirely up to you. Um, I'm going to uh, go shut myself off in my separate room and sleep. Perfect. Perfect. Um, I will get back to you in a second. You're going to follow Caden. Um, he goes upstairs and he, he goes to the room where um, he would assume his daughter is and he opens the door very quietly and you hear Kythera um, respond quietly and she gets up and smiles and looks at you and she goes and, and waits for, for balance. Um, What's her reaction to Grandpa Caden? Oh, yeah. Because uh, nobody has um, seen him like this. Okay. I was going to have you guys not see that reaction, but I guess Raoul is just standing there. Um, uh, he opens the door a little bit and you hear Kaithir's response of, hang on a minute, one one moment. And as she looks up, as she makes her way to the door proper, her eyes go wide and she stares him up and down. And she says, I think maybe I should be here with her. Oh, Ralph's here. Um, she's asleep right now. And she just looks really confused. And she says, what, um, what happened? And Caden shrugs his shoulders and he's like, I, I don't, their bond is gone. They, this was a, and he just like looks down and looks very uncomfortable. And she looks over at Raoul and she says, I think you better be here with her. She's going to be very scared. Raoul just nods. Caden steps back, lets Kythea out of the room. And basically gestures for you to go in. Yep. Raul does not look very excited, but he's dragging himself along. Dragon? Ah. Stop. Stop. I will make you go. I will mute all of you. Stop. We that need was my to- one. It's a moment. It's a moment. You had your one. You didn't even waste it on a pun. Um, I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. On Kate a scale it, uh, from one to ten. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Bam. Stop it. Talis is asleep on the bed. Um, she's curled up. Um, you know, you could see where Kythea's imprint was. Um, you know, you can see the little... You can see her little pigtails aren't quite in as firm as they should be. You know, the kind of hair hair is like flailing all over the place. Um, she looks pretty deep in sleep. Um... You can hear her like occasionally like making some little cooing noises. You can see the bracelet is kind of glowing slightly, even in the darkness. Um, and you can see that her wand is, you know, it's just on the table, just just next to her. She could reach out and grab it should she wish. What do you want to do? There's a there's a candle lit in here. Uh, Raul will whisper over to Caden and Kythea. Should we wake her? Uh, Caden nods and he says I I don't want her to, to wake up and, and seem like this okay so Rawl is going to uh, very delicately nudge her awake Kythea walks away 
Um, she goes down and waits for balance, and we'll get to that in a minute. Um, Caden is standing at the door, but not in a place that you can easily see him. He can hear you, but it's not like you can. She can see him straight away. Um, her little eyes like flutter open. Um, they're very heavy with uh, very heavy with sleep, and she's like, "Hey, Thea." She's in the other room. Uh, you see her eyes open wide. She's sleep almost instantly gone, realizing that you're there. She's like, Uncle Ral. Hey. Where's Daddy? He's here. He's fine. Uh, we have something to uh, talk about. Uh, she sits up properly and, like, she wipes, she, like, puts, like, rubs her eyes with her hands. Um, and she's like, like, like what? Where's Daddy? Uh, Raw looks up at Caden. Uncle Raw. Caden, you come over. Caden takes a step into the room. She looks over at him, and her eyes just stare. You can feel her hands like gripping your arm really tightly. And she looks at Caden and she looks at you and she looks back at Caden and she looks back at you and she says, What, um, what? So. That's, that's, that's not daddy. No, it is, listen. We need. My dad, my daddy's not old. No, it's, um, you know how you are studying magic? Mm Mm-hmm. So. Something happened, magically, and we, I'm going to figure it out. But until then, Kaden just looks a little bit older. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, 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 st- I'm st- still, still me. Just, 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 just older, and and. So I, I don't. Love you any any less, and Uncle Uncle Ral and and Uncle Balance and Auntie Anna are gonna gonna try try. She's holding onto your arm really tightly. She's now like sort of like hiding some of her face behind your arm, and she's like looking up at you. She doesn't really want to seem to be looking at Caden. You can see that he's got these big tears in his eyes. We need your help, Taylor. My my help. Right, you can learn some magic from from Demi. Help her. Help us figure out what magic has gone wrong here and fix him. So that he looks normal again. She kind of like grabs hold of your arm and like lifts herself up to your ears. She's like, you think I can save daddy? <laughs> I think you have a much better shot than I have at it. <laughs> Uh, she giggles and Caden can't help but laughing either Um, and she looks over at at him and she lets go of your arm and about probably half a second later she's running over to him and she's giving him a big hug and he picks her up and she can hear her saying I'm going to save you daddy don't worry I'm not scared anymore Ross smiling and his nose is bleeding (laughs) an odd combination (laughs) Okay, uh, I need to take a step back from this scene a moment to analyze that. Why is your nose bleeding right now? Because it's very sad. <laughs> okay, all right. It's a hard. Fair enough. 
environment that Raw's in right now, and he feels very bad because he <laughs> blames himself for this. This is so sad. And Aww. he's basically lying. He doesn't know that she's going to be able to like help do it, but... Uh, but now she's convinced she can save her daddy, so good job she when feels she feels better in this moment. <laughs> Aww. So, uh... Okay. We will we will step away from this adorable little scene. Um, Balance uh, Zoltana, you're you're near enough to hear them like giggling and laughing and trying to figure out what on earth is going on. All right, I'm going to move down the line to Balance. Hello, Cardelia uh, is basically just waiting outside her room for you. Um, Balance walks up and has a look on his face like. Boy, has shit happened. She walks over and puts her arms around you. Um, gives you a really, really tight squeeze and then she kind of like pulls away after a minute um, and she says, what happened to him? Well, it kind of was a chain of events that... Um, we should step in the room. I don't want other ears hearing. Of course. Um, she pulls you into her room. Sits down. Step in, shut the door, lock it. Face of black. Huh? <laughs> Face of black. <laughs> well, no, that comes after. <laughs> that comes after. Okay, that's fine. As she sits down on the bed and pats for you to join her. Bellin sits down next to her, uh, puts one hand on hers. So... We went out to go down to the fourfold and deal with this whole business and um that whole energy you were sensing there um I did the stupid thing and reached out to it why so dangerous are you okay uh it hurt a lot um Whatever it is, I was able to get a glimpse of it. It was a strange, I don't want to call it a godlike creature, but it felt all encompassing, pure darkness that was shredded, ripped to pieces. There were eyes everywhere, and some of them were looking at me. That's about all I got vision wise. And when I pulled myself back, we were, well, more or less ready to go in when uh, Rawls' specter friend decided to make an appearance here on the physical plane. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, there was fire raining from the sky. The area around us was deathly cold. Um... I'll just tell you everything. And for the sake of brevity, Balance recounts everything, uh, going through the portal, meeting the other people, uh, reading the books about spirits and uh, things relating to the mind that he had read, um, Screaming Lady being Ninverna, Zoltana taking her in, the god, dying god. Yep. Uh, that whole spiel goes on to explain what happened in the fourfold, what he found out, the hammer, everything. 
she seems to just be taking it all in. She gives the appropriate oohs and ahs and prodigy for the correct, uh, for more clarity on various uh, things. And she says, so Talvin, you got hold of him? I had meant sent a message through the bracelet. I actually need to send another tonight and let him know that we're departing to go tomorrow. It's fair. I can't hold Zoltana back anymore. Nor should you. Um, we need to help her. We need to help a lot of people. Yes. Those books you have from that other place. You said one of them was about avatars and something else. <laughs> Somehow I knew your mind would go there. Balance pulls the book out. She smiles and said, it's it's just that I'm, I was going to be coming here to check it out at the library anyway. And if there's a book here, I don't have to look. Do you know what it's written in? Have a look for yourself. She takes the book and she begins to flick through it. Balance is looking we, on with her. Like he has his head on her shoulder and is looking down. Uh, you guys have the nerding over the book moment. Um, as you begin to read, you you don't really make up much more than you did previously. Um, this isn't written in your languages, but she seems to be following most of this script herself. She seems to know, at least understand, most of this language. And she says, I think I can probably trans translate this. I think I can figure out what this means. Do you think it's important enough to dedicate the time? I think so. We we heard a tale about avatars and the theory was it was probably something to do with celestials, but this book just seems to explain everything about them. I'm hoping they may tell us what they do here or if they have any weaknesses or any strengths or if they're allies or foes. This This could mean a lot. I'll leave it with you then. Uh, she takes the shakes the book and holds it to her chest, and she smiles. And then, uh, to black. Uh, yeah. Good, because uh, she's not going to let you talk. <laughs> Although he's probably going to at some point, because uh, I have in my inventory brain notes from the dark mm -hmm. die stuff. Mm -hmm. At some point, he'll probably end up giving that stuff to her as well, since he already read through it. She might find it interesting. Okay, so you're giving her the random notes that came off the table and the book. Yes, assuming that Balance yeah. has already read through the notes. Yeah, I mean, like, you probably gained as much as you could when you were looking at the first time around. Yeah, so then he'll give her... Yeah, okay, that's fine. Uh, she'll... she'll I'll add that to her list of stuff, and she'll give you the information's appropriate afterwards. Um... And then I give her my charisma. <laughs> Every point of your charisma. Excellent. Every point of my charisma with the intelligence bonus added. Is that a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he has the charisma score and the intelligence to use it. Oh. That's a... Uh, it's a bad euphemism. <laughs> Those are the best kinds, though. They're the best kind of euphemisms. All right. 
we then uh, camera pans across, like leaving them to do their stuff. <laughs> and we arrive to Sultana. She's Sultana, sleep. you are not asleep. Um, I'm not asleep. You are not asleep. Uh, because you this, get ha- this all has to happen slightly out of time sync because oh. life. Um, you Fuck. you go into this room. This is probably the first. This is the first time you've been alone since, well, for a long time. And as you as you go in there, you feel Callanmon getting your attention. You can feel him talking to you. Oh shit. We have things to discuss. Okay. What's up? You took me to another plane. We destroyed a god. Yeah. Are, are you not happy? I am ecstatic. I, I thought you'd be. I mean... That that was like our whole our whole deal here was you help me, I get you to other pla- planes and we destroy gods. I am glad you said gods. It's not exactly what I was thinking I'd uh, be destroying. And it's not what was prophesized. Right. Also, didn't you want to not kill God specifically? Weren't you looking for more like other celestials? Yes. Right. So, okay. So you're not mad at me that we had to kill a God though, right? I am very happy we got to destroy a God. Okay. We are exquisite. We are a pretty good team. This, this soul, this unlike anything I have ever devoured, absorbed. Oh God, you're not becoming like a, a god soul addict, are you? Please, I am not an addict. Because like, I don't know how many god souls I can get you in like a short amount of time. Like, you know? It's not required, but the soul, the celestial being, I think I can use it. I think I could study it. I think I could get us to another plane using it. Like, you can trans-teleport us? Yes, but I would need time to learn to do this. I need time too because we still have to stop the apocalypse and I still have to save my wife. I... I'm going to need time to study this soul. You are going to need time to save your wife. Do you want me with you in that 
of course, I I need you with me in that fight because I told you that my ex, he has this sword that is makes him invulnerable or something. <laughs> we will see how invulnerable it makes him against us. We are god killers. Are you going to need Are you going to need like a vacation after that to study the soul? I will make that exchange with you. Mhm. I will help you fight this thing for your wife. But after that I will need time to absorb this one. Okay. Well, how long are you going to need? Because I, I mean, I can give you time, but I just, I, I'm going to need you to help me with the apocalypse thing. I don't know. I've never tried absorbing a god before. Well, okay, but then I might have to buy another sword to, you know, while while you're absorbing. So, like, don't get mad at me if I have to, like, use another sword temporarily. It's uh, acceptable. Because, like, look, Cal, you and I, we're best friends, right? Of course. Yeah. So, like, obviously I don't want to replace you, but I, if, if I don't have a sword to, to fight, how am I going to fight, right? So I want to give you the time to absorb the soul because obviously I made a promise to you and Zoltana Thunderheart does not go back on her word. I do not go back on mine easily either. If you had a hand, I'd shake it. You can shake the pommel. That's um, fine. <laughs> I, I awkwardly shake the pommel. Jeez. <laughs> All right, the the bargain is struck between Cal and Morn and yourself. He will stay and help you uh, destroy uh, Dravos. Nailed it. But Good, after I that, he will be. Because I couldn't remember his name this entire time. That's fine. Um, and then I, and... like, literally the last one, I was like, oh, I know it. It starts with a D, but it's not Dachin. And then I was like, is it Davros? <laughs> no, wait, that's from Doctor Who. <laughs> Damn you! You chose this. Um, so he'll stay I did and not you chose his name. Oh, yes, I did, didn't I? Um, he'll stay and fight Davos with you, but after that, he will be taking an inverted commas break. Um, you don't know what this involves, but there you go. Okay. It involves me strapping two big-ass greatswords to my back, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> it also involves me having secret Casey and Zoltana having secret Zoltana plans that mm-hmm. no one else is going to be privy to, except for, I guess, probably the DM, so you can know it. Kind of. Yeah, I think I need to know what your secret yeah. plans are. I need. I'll inform you, but they're <laughs> otherwise, otherwise internal monologuing right now. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Or <laughs> um, you just get a hammer, really cool hammer, or a really cool rapier that you're about to. Anyway, um, I don't so, see Zoltana being a rapier wielder. Don't know how good it is. One that uh, makes me inv- invulnerable. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, how invulnerable is it if we actually win it from the guy? <laughs> Okay, um, you and uh, Kalimorn have struck up your bargain. Uh, you feel like he's somewhat closer to you than before. Like you are now like BBBFs. Um. Kalimorn <laughs> will remember this. 
BFFFFFFs. Um, Plus one renegade. <laughs> you go to sleep. You feel the familiar tug. Do you want to take a wisdom save or do you want to fail? Fuck. I guess I'll fail. Cool. You find yourself standing in... No, where do you want to be standing? It's your dream to start with before it gets hijacked. Zoltana, I want to say that like before it gets hijacked, Zoltana's having like a nice dream about having kind of like a like a family meal with like her her uh pals from the irregulars, her <laughs> wife, and then like her new best friends. Oh, so in this Taylor is there and Caden's young and everyone's healthy and happy. Am I a king? Okay. No. No. Do you put a crown on his head anyway, ironically? <laughs> no, it's like we're like having an outlaw dinner because in Zoltana's, in Zoltana's heart, she's always going to be okay. an outlaw. You find yourself in a forest. Um, it's it's spring, so like the, the flowers are coming out and there's like a really like gentle breeze to make like all the smells of honeysuckle and stuff just like fly around. Um, up one end, you see Caden and Taylor's playing in Kythea talking with Balance. Uh, you see Ral and you see Bogrim um, and you see like Aima just like talking with them. Uh, you see the Spectre, but not looking so gross, um, just like sort of like hovering around behind them. What and you see- What is he doing in my dream? He's a, you know, he's a friend. Um, you saved his life, dude. Um, you see Ninverna who's sitting like next to you. Uh, she just, you know, she, you feel that warm presence. And you see the rest of tears irregulars down the end, but sitting right next to you on the other side of you is is Odette. Um, you guys are eating and feasting and having fun and you guys are talking nonsense as an entire table. Um, and then Odette turns and she looks stairly, uh, squarely at you. Um, you can feel everybody else, like the volume just like go down to almost zero. So there's a quiet hum of conversation, but no one's paying attention to you. No one's paying attention to her. Um, Wait, can I ask, is is Ninverna? Because she's in my head. Ninverna is right next to you. So um, is she like still as strong a presence as she was? Yes. Okay. Uh, you You hear that kind of like low level scream but it's nowhere near as loud in your dream out as it is uh, when you're conscious. Okay. Uh, this this is your area, but she's still close enough to annoy you. Um, Odette turns her head and looks at you. Everything goes quiet and, and soft apart from the scream, uh, which is just now a dull roar. And she says, uh... we're being moved. No. Do you know where? She looks around. Uh, you can feel the presence of the Sandman drawing closer. And she says, We're being moved into the mountains. So that that guy from Honorino, he found us. He's helping Dravos. He knows you're alive. There are so many people with him. Please, please, please take care. I'm coming for you, baby. She she looks at you. She grabs us, uh, grabs your face, and kisses you. Um, you can feel her lips on yours. She, she's as solid as she could be without being there with you. And she says, "Please hurry. I will do what I can. Just, I will try and reach out for you in a couple of days. How far away are you? Uh, five days. Your brother. Your brother's coming too. You see her smile, and she says, "I will get hold of him too. Then, just hurry." And you see the hand of the Sandman reach out across your vision 
but she just fizzles and his hand goes through her. And then you wake up. She wakes up and she's trying to stab the Sandman's hand. <laughs> you can almost feel like Calamon reflexively like trying to guide your arm to hit something that isn't there. Um, Watch out. With you on we this. share a room. Damn it. <laughs> no, we have our own separate rooms. Room. Separate rooms. Separate rooms. Okay. She did specifically say separate rooms. I yeah, we, we have had, separate rooms. I thought you and I were sharing a room. When we got here, we were. No. Well, I I don't know. Apparently, we're in separate rooms. You now. have like two grand, so you can probably afford a separate room now. <laughs> um, I I think you're underestimating how frugal balance is. <laughs> okay. Uh, on this end, if you want to do anything this evening, um, balance excluded. Um, you know, we're free to do whoever we like. Yeah, you're free to do whoever you want, but you are <clears> literally. <throat> I'm gonna say tied up is not the phrase I want to use. Like you are involved for the rest of the evening your evening is not free to do with as you were you've already decided what you're doing um do either of you two want to do anything before we roll to the morning um no Raw's gonna be working on another wooden thing okay. um and that's you go back it. to your room start licking the wood to uh get my mind <laughs> off on it things. drooling on it um when you get back to your room, you feel, you see the candles flicker. Um, you see, you feel a very, like, a momentary dip in the temperature. Um, and when you put your things out for the evening, you notice that your note is gone. Hmm. It has been replaced with another one. And inside is Amos scroll. And it says, help, Bogrim. And then a little heart. Help, Bogram. Just two words. There's no punctuation. There's nothing. It's just cursive. There's no full stops, no commas, no capitalizations, nothing. Just help, Bogram. Hmm. God, I got to remember what I sent. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I have it here. Do you want to read the note? You should read the note. Should I read the note? You should read the note, yeah. It could be a secret, though. Nope, read the note. Damn it. It could uh, be a secret from these two, but you should read the note. Should it in Raw's dumb voice? Oh, my goodness. You wrote it, motherfucker. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Raw wrote, Sunset. I've been dreading writing this for fear that any closure I get is something that I can't handle. I am so sorry. I should have been there. I have been away in prison since you've been gone. I just might deserve that. Everyone thinks that I killed you. They tried to hang me for it when Falsam turned it on. In a way, I'm not so sure they are wrong. I have been trying to find whoever did this to you, but times have been busy. If you can shed any light on this, I will take care of the rest. We have limited leads, but Bogram and I are trying. He misses you as well, of course. He gave you an honorable burning while I was away. But I am out of prison now. Things have not been well, and I'm not sure how much more I'm going to be able to take, but I'm holding on the best I can. I'm going to do whatever it takes to give you another chance at life. You once stole me away from death's grasp, and now I'm going to return the favor. I have some amazing people helping me. With their help, I might be able to pull this off. I think I have a plan. 
I love you. I'm so sorry. P.S. If you know someone named Liana, she was hanged as well <laughs> and did not make it. Just thought you should know. Please help me understand. And that was the note. I love the P.S. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> P.S. Did she know Liana? Yeah, you're the only one who knows about that other than Raw. Balance doesn't know about Liana. You guys still haven't told him. No. Actually, I know. I think Bogram did tell him eventually. Mine. Remind me because I don't remember. Uh, Liana was framed for uh, a murder that Ama committed. Oh, oh shit! Right, yeah. right, 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 right. Which is why the PS made me laugh so hard. <laughs> that was good. You might want to tell the investigator. Okay. Uh. So yeah, other than finding the note with no punctuation, no nothing, just help Bogram with a, a little heart written on the paper somewhere. Um, <laughs> Raw wrote such a long letter and she wrote two words. God, fuck you, Emma. You, I, well, I can't well, tell you, you know what? why. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe she's busy. I'm busy look, too. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> she's you busy killing demons in like freaking, you know, they say, wait, but she <laughs> oh, I've got a letter. Oh, wait, hang on. I have my face torn off by a demon. I need to write him a long, complicated letter. It's more like, help! <laughs> Didn't she? It isn't. Wait, she's in like, she's not in Valhalla-ish place, right? Yes. Yeah. She's in Bellum. She is? Yeah. Bellum. So that's the Valhalla, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's too busy getting drunk every night with a bunch of hot Vikings. Let her be. I don't think that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My good lord. Uh, okay. Wall um, falls asleep, kind of like clutching the letter. Even though it's only two words. And a heart. And a, and a heart. <laughs> That's the most important part, okay? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next morning comes around. Um, Talis and Caden are already uh, downstairs by the time any of you get up. Um, Talis is like reading through her little her little spell book and she's like writing things down and she's concentrating really hard and tapping things <laughs> with her wand. Uh, she's not really eating. She's like doing that thing where like if you're studying really hard and you're, or you're trying to read a book and eat at the same time, she's kind of doing that. Um, she's got like a really study hard face on. I love um, her. She's adorable. She really is. Uh, you can tell she's, she's going to be going places, this kid. Um, and you can see Caden is with her and he's, you know, he's eating and drinking and like, you know, trying to roll his shoulders and get himself like situated and sorted. And every time like she starts dribbling because she's trying to like eat too quickly and read, like you see him just like reach across and like dry her face off and tell her she needs to eat her, her breakfast. And, you know, it's it's an adorable little little mother, sorry, little father daughter scene. So um, this is what you guys come down to in whatever order you guys come down to. Um uh, you happily eat your breakfast. And Kythea says, so what do we do now? You guys are going to Elkin Marsh, right? Yeah, we need to get going like immediately. Well, that's the plan. They're moving her. What? They're moving her deeper into the mountain. We need to go. When did she find that out? Literally last night. Oh, you had another... Okay. What was said? They're moving her. Where? And, oh, uh, into the mountains. Oh, okay. and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the fucking assholes from uh, 
Honorino's uh, party are there. So there's more people for us to fight. So, uh... Very much like me right now, Balance is pinching the bridge of his nose. <laughs> and so, uh, Taylor looks up at your use of asshole. <laughs> Listen, popular child psychology says that as long as you don't say it like there's a negative nota- uh, connotation behind it, it's okay to curse in front of kids. Because they won't okay. pick it up. Okay. Uh, let's Although see. Uh, let's, very let's, let's see how Caden is... brings it up when next time she calls someone an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, but to be fair, like Zoltana very definitely put a negative connotation behind that word. So Absolutely. this brings up a very important question: What's the plan? If Honorino got there with his men, then how are we supposed to do this? We're four. Against Five. many. Oh wait, no four. I can't count. Um, Caden K- like looks at you guys, and he's like, "You, you're you're t- take, taking me." I thought well, that was the plan all along. Yes, I. Wait. Oh, I thought when you said four that you were counting my brother-in-law. No, I was. I thought Caden was coming along with us. He uh, has a small child. He needs to take care of her. He, uh, he he points at something in 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 Taylor's book, and as he does so, he lifts his other hands so that she can't see it. Like he's distracting her, and he's holding his sword, and you can see that his his sword arm is shaking. Wow! Oh. All he right, gives you a very pointed look. Hey, we have two grand. We can hire some mercenaries. <laughs> two grand does not an army make. I, we don't need an army. We need some really good mercenaries, and we can hire like three or four with two grand. They're gonna have shit that we can sell. We can we can take we can raid their shit and we can sell it afterwards. But I'm sure. If not, I fuck. I don't know, dude. We need to save her. I understand that. And we need to do it now. And. What makes the most sense to me is if we hire some people from the fourfold. We're right here. There's still people here from the fourfold that are really, really good. Some really good fighters. If we if get a couple Sol- people. If Sultana won, she would have some pull with some of the people. I didn't I mean, win, but I Yeah, but you and- still won your competition. You're still... You still have renown for that. You know, I and bet... they I, saw you with Bogram. I bet the uh, Double Ones have some people here who aren't very fond of them. And your brother-in-law and hopefully your other friend. Uh, a, a, um, begins with an A. a, a Anna? A, Elise. She Elise. might be there too. She's not really much of a fighter. Uh, but yeah, balance. And she like looks you like in the eyes, like, and you can see like there's desperation in her eyes. I need, I need you to do your leader thing and get us some people. I, I, I can tell me what to say and I'll say it to them to get them. But I, I'm not good at talking. You know that. But I really, I need your help. I understand. 
I'm not saying anything of the sort of we're not doing this. I know you're not, but it's a matter you're of right. strategy. That's what you're good at, don't you think? If we could get we that we could get some people from the fourfold, maybe some we could pay, maybe some who are who are in deep to the double ones and would rather see them gone than pay them. I'm on board. The question is who we're going to get and what sort of skill set they will have. I would say that in a situation like this where we're facing probably very poor ratio of forces, normally stealth would be the way to go, but, um, and Balance kind of makes a broad gesture to all of Zoltana. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I have something that might be able to help with that, at least temporarily. Who's talking? Uh, Kythea. I can't Ameri- use her. American- I can't use her shitty American voice because that's when she's in tiefling form. Okay. Um, I'm open to suggestions. Uh, she goes through her back and she pulls out uh, three small vials. This should help you with your sneaking around. Well, it's not going to make you invisible, but it will definitely help you out. And she slides the three across to Zoltana. Okay. Uh, Zoltana pockets them. You have three potions that will give you advantage on stealth rolls, which will negate currently your shitty armor, but if it's given to anyone else, it would give them their, their advantage. They Those last for an hour each. Those are staying with me. Okay. Zoltana looks at balance. Those definitely help. If If you tell me what you want, I may have a few potions that can help you guys out. If not, I might be able to make some... Uh, however long it takes you to uh, decide to leave. Well, we gotta leave as soon as possible, but the, do you have anything that can help us take out an army? She, uh, she puts her teeth together and I, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't have that big potion that you used before. <laughs> she looks so at, I, I actually wanted to ask you about that. Um, so that one did that whole thing with the snake creature things. Um, I still have this other one that I have like triple wrapped in my bag here. Can you double check and just tell me if that's going to happen with this one? Uh, sure. I mean, I only glanced at it a little bit last time. If you give me an hour, I can probably try and figure out what it is. Let us have our breakfast. Let's just discuss things. Um, if you could figure that out. <laughs> Um, I'm a little terrified of constantly carrying this around. Okay, um, sure. Um, After what happened with the last one. She takes this carefully wrapped package, which just has a very small vial of volatile healing potion in it. Uh, and she'll start like tasting it and having it and going through it and compare it to some other things in her bag. Like Balance gets very anxious and clenches up whenever he sees her like go to taste it. He's like, huh, uh, Clink. Uh, ah. uh, <laughs> She doesn't pretend to juggle with it. Um, okay, so yeah, she's going to spend like an hour doing that. So, okay. All right. The potions that will help with stealth are good for the approach, but I still feel like on the whole, this group is not very... We're not really the stealthy type. I mean, even with Squash, that was mostly because of his doing. Well, it doesn't matter because they know what's coming. I'm used to sneaking around a little bit. Side note, you just really need squash back. <laughs> I do need squash back. 
my thought is that if we're going to be going into this, we need expedience and we need distractions. The best thing I could think of like uh, for something of that sort, we have a skilled ranger in your brother-in-law, which should help tremendously with that. We need someone who's very good at distractions. I'm imagining a wizard who excels in illusory magics. Beyond that, I feel like it would do us justice to have a cleric. Well, let's go find them. Because the biggest thing I could think of is your magic for healing and my ability for healing consume time in battle that could be better used elsewhere. You with hitting things and me with um, manipulating the pieces on the board. Okay. Uh, listen, I'll do whatever you tell me to as long as we can get it back. But we need to go find people. And should we get two or should we find three people? Maybe we, maybe it would be beneficial for us also to have someone who's uh, a lot better at sneaking around than us. You it know, maybe with some, you know, maybe someone who could uh, get in, find out where they are specifically. Uh, you would probably know person. your brother is probably would be pretty good at that on his own. Raul also normal. said he's very good at stealth. Ooh. Yeah, Raul is actually okay. That's true. Got a plus <laughs> oh, yeah, no, well, we're definitely accounting for that. Yeah. Um, they're also very good at fighting. I'm thinking of someone who's more of a sneaky sneak. Well, we should go and investigate at the least, see if there is anyone that we could get of the sort. If we can get uh, the smaller the group, the better our chances in this case. Okay. I would say three, maybe four at the most. Okay, so, well, there's four of us now. Are you saying three or four more? Three or four more. Okay, so let's go to the... Should we go back down or should we see if anyone's staying up here? Uh, The pub itself, um, the inn itself, uh, you've probably seen quite a few people wander in and out of this place um, today, uh, especially because, you know, it's it's post-big fight. Um, You've seen a couple of people that you saw fights, you see, uh, oh yeah, because Balance was taking stock of people who were fighting. Yeah, um, yeah. So I would know exactly who were fighters in yeah, the different um, fightings, including the spellcasters. I watched those. You did watch the spellcasters. Um, in the spellcasting range, if you were looking for clerics slash paladin types, uh, druid, you've seen. Druid could be useful. Uh, the Snuff Bethlehem was a druid um, until Zoltana took him out with two hits. He was actually wrecking the field. Um, he's small. He's sneaky. You've seen him turn into an array of ginormous ass cre- uh, creatures. Um, he looks pretty freaking handy. Um, you also saw, if you're looking for clerics... No, you only really saw like the officials, inverted commas, as clerics. Um you saw a couple of fighty clerics, but none like dedicated healery clerics, because that makes no sense in the fighting guild. Uh, straight up magic people. Um, you've seen a couple of. Uh, you saw a a phoenix sorceress. Um, yeah, you've seen a couple of people about. Um, Fire is a you, good distraction technique. Yes, it is indeed. Um, <laughs> 
yeah, you, you've seen a variety of couple of people. Um, you see uh, the Snuff Bethlehem, um, they're around. In this place, you've also seen the very tall Phoenix Sorceress that you saw fight. Um, you've seen... Uh, oh, the Sensei is still here. Um, he's still round and about. Uh, yeah, these are probably people that you recognize for sure. Is the Sensei the guy I took down in the last round or the guy that... No, uh, he's the guy that... Beat that, Rawl. Um, beat Rawl. Beat the snot out of Rawl, yeah. And then Bogram beat him, right? Yeah. Well, let's say Rawl softened him up. <laughs> he really did soften him up. <laughs> okay, so... So he seemed like a really good fighter, though. I like the idea of us getting all three. With the let's Druid being priority. Druid being priority. Um, should in character I'd be like, should I go talk to him? Like, I mean, do you think that that would be detrimental because I kind of kicked his ass yesterday? Or uh, as long you as it- you're respectful about it, I think. So she's gonna. She, you say that, and she just heads off to see find him. Um, Raul, while she's doing that, I feel like the sensei would be a good one to have on our side. And it seems like you two had a very um, fighter's honor thing going. I can go talk to him about it. I think if anybody has a chance, it would be you. Okay, I will. Uh, I'll see what happens. And I'll see about talking with the uh, sorceress after you two are done. If I need to intercede with either of you, uh, make a signal and I will come in to help. He's like, mm, I'm sending out two people who are terrible at talking to other people. <laughs> Rawl's charismatic. Oh, you're talking about. Rawl, you're Rawl. Bo- you both have a high charisma score. No, yeah, we both have pretty high charismas, but I'm just saying as our characters, like <laughs> Zoltana, not great at talking to people. Rawl, kind of like, uh, like he's very, he's very quiet and uncomfortable. Ooh, ah, speed. <laughs> yeah. Every, Rawl's very uncomfortable in like most okay. social situations. Uh, balance is doing like. the proper leadership thing of letting you guys take the lead on what is appropriately your uh, shtick while also being ready to lend aid if he needs to. Oh, Fair enough. He's delegating. Balance yeah. is absolutely in his zone right now. I wanted to give you... I wanted to let you know that Sultana trusts you. That's why I was like, you do everything. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, if Sultana goes out and does things, he's going to be like, oh, she doesn't trust me to help her with her life. <laughs> uh, Sultana trusts you so much. Okay. Which is a far contrast from what <laughs> this podcast used to be. We're growing as characters. Wow. I'm character progression. Character progression. It's all. almost like it happens. Hang on a minute. I need to. It's like you're becoming friends. Um, <laughs> it's like we're becoming better people. As Volanda goes, oh no, they're hiring more NPCs. <laughs> Who wants to go first to recruit their person? All right, Zoltana. Yay. Okay, where's the Snurf Bethlin? All right, the the Snurf Bethlin is uh, let's say let's say in the darkest corner of this inn, um, like nearest the, the the cellar entrance. Um, they don't seem too happy in the daylight. Uh, they look like they're probably just about to go to bed. Um, 
Yeah, you can see them like holding onto a staff and like leaning fairly heavily on it. Um, you remember them being called White Needle, um, White Needle as their hype name, but you don't know their actual name. Sure. Shit, I need to give them an actual name now. Fuck. <laughs> okay, you make your way over to your uh, to your snurfeflin friend. My snurfeflin. Like uh, he he looks. <laughs> What? Every time you say Sferfnevlin, you butcher it slightly more every time. Wait, what is it actually? Sferfnevlin. Sferfnevlin. All right, so there's a Smurf here. (laughs) So the Smurfs, um, they're blue. They're blue. Dabba-dee-dabba-die. They taste Um, delicious. And uh, uh, there's only one girl. Okay, we got, got it. We got Perfect. It. All right. So this uh, dark gnome <laughs> nailed it. This this dark gnome looks over at you with a small amount of fear and respect because uh, last time they fought you, your sword crit them twice and blew them out of the arena. Um, they are looking at you with a healthy degree of respect and fear. Okay. So um, I'm gonna you know, go over and I'm going to sit down next to them and I'm going to put out my hand and I'm going to be like, hey, uh, you know, good job the other night in the arena. You gave me a really good fight. White Needle, right? right? Or uh, what's your real name? I'm, I'm Zoltana. Nice to, nice to meet you. My name's Homer. H-O-M-E-R? Yes. Okay. Homer. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you, Homer. Uh, can I buy you a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she motions over a bartender. Uh, the, the bartender looks over at the uh, at the dark gnome um, and uh, brings over what they were drinking before. It's just a little small drink. It's a little, little white drink. Uh, smells very uh, spirity. And she puts up two, fi- two fingers and she... Gets her over so she okay, can cool. have a nail too. Basically, oh, you're having a nail. Okay, yeah, you you get a nail. Um, cool. So, what can I be doing for you? Uh, well, so I have a proposition for you. I am not into that. No, I'm married. She she like holds up her wedding ring. Okay. <laughs> uh, don't worry. Not that kind of proposition. A business proposition. Uh, so what can a snurfriflin... Oh, shit, fuck mine. So what can a first dark gnome like me be doing for someone like you? Well, you're... First of all, I, you're an amazing uh, fighter and you seem to be really good at what you do. So I... I'm on my way into a fight uh, with some people, uh, some old friends of mine, really. And I'm actually, uh, I'm in desperate need of some help. And uh, I can pay you for it. But we, what we really need is someone who can heal. And uh, someone who's, can uh, be a little bit sneaky. And it seems like maybe, you know, being a druid, that, that seems like something that's up, uh, up your alley. We've got some useful spells in Lake. I'm not exactly the most sneaky. I mean, I can be very sneaky in some of my animal farms. That's what I figured. So I can probably do layer land stuff and I can probably make distractions and all, but how 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 dangerous are, are we are we looking at? 
I'll level with you. The scale of one to ten. <laughs> I'll level with you. It's uh, it's probably about like a seven or an eight. It's it's not the safest journey, but that's why I I can I'll pay you decently. And if it looks like it's turning real bad, you can turn into an animal and run away. And I won't I won't blame you. But I I and you'll get paid either way. But I'm in I'm in real need of some help. So you'd how uh, how much money you're willing to pay. Because I, I don't really like the sunlight all that much. Oh, goodness. You're letting Zoltana make the price. <laughs> Can, uh, has Balance been listening in? I assume so. Uh, you're going to have to, to talk eyes. to your sorcerer friend, aren't you? No, Balance was going to wait and watch them first. Okay. Uh, you're probably aware of it. Can I try to get a read on how the conversation is going? Like get a read uh, uh, with the the aura. Take a take an insight check on him, yeah. If possible, I'd like to try to give Zoltana insights, like telepathically, and be like, "Yeah, you'll have to give her a message to do that." But yes, well, um, I have telepathy, so yeah, yeah, that's fine. Advantage, uh, sixteen insight. It's very difficult to get a very clear read on them. You can tell that they have a certain amount of respect and kinship for Zoltana. They have a lot of respect, but they're also very terrified of what she can do. Uh, you also get a beat that they are they definitely don't like the sun and they're actually just really fucking tired right now. But you can't get a very clear of like, if you offer lots of gold, they'll do this. They may just be inquiring. They may be very into the idea. You can't get a very clear read on this. Gotcha. Oh, I'll feed that information to Zoltana. Is 50 gold like a lot of money? Um, yeah, it's not like a small amount that you could sniff at. Uh, it's, you know, it's good enough to like feed a family for a couple of weeks. So she's going to start with that for her negotiation. Yeah, you're offering yeah. me 50 gold a day. I'm offering you. You, see, you, see, you see his eyes just like light up. No. No, that no. Fifty gold in total. How how long are you intending to keep me on payroll for? Because fifty gold for two days work, I'd I'd take that. All right, so it's gonna be about five days travel, and then the fight shouldn't take longer than a day. So you're really only working for one day. But I still have to take five days to get there and fight. So I'm technically going to be working for about 11 days. You're asking for 11 days in my life. Tell you what. Because I like you. Because I think you're going to do really good on this op- in this opportunity. I'll uh, up it to 75. Take a persuasion roll. Oh, I'm so fucking bad. Oh, damn. Dirty 20. Damn, son of a bitch. Um, they uh, they look at you and they're like, let's, uh, let's consider that a deal. And they put their hand up towards you. They put their little hand up towards you. I'm going to go get some sleep though. Right. Well, we're going to have to leave in a couple hours. I tell you what, if you can get something big enough to cover me and we're traveling a Shunboi horse. Yeah. Someone just strapped me on the back of the horse. I'll be fine. I'm going to go up to my room. And he gives you a direction like the second door on the left or something. Um, you got it. And they go up. Uh, you secured yourself a a dark earth gnome. 
<laughs> Zoltana, after they're like out of sight, Zoltana like turns back to uh, <laughs> to balance and does the like uh, the like the uh, Jeb Nelson fist from the end of uh, Breakfast Club. Balance gives a nod of approval. <laughs> Don't you do, 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 do. forget about me? And then watching Rawl's side of the discussions. Call me then, Rawl. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> I have faith in you. Oh, that's not great. Um. I don't have many people to place my faith in. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Rawl makes his way over there. Uh, okay. Smiles at him and holds out his hand for a handshake. Uh, the, the sensei takes your hand and uh, gives a good shake. Uh, good fight. Uh, he nods, gestures for you to, to sit down and uh, waves his hand, orders a drink. Do you want anything? I'm okay. Thank you. You fought well. Speed does you good. <laughs> I try. Just need to be a bit more precise in your strikes. Uh, I've been... I've been a little rusty lately. Um, no offense, it showed. I have uh, quite a bit more going on, and I could use some help. My friends over there and I, we have someone we're trying to save from the double ones. You see him raise an eyebrow and take a good drink. Someone that's been... Uh, Holding her captive. And this fight is against someone who, apparently, rumor has it, cannot be defeated. I assume you're asking for my help? You want me to go beat this guy up? And he gives you like that kind of like, really? <laughs> Look. There's only three of us. We're going to need all the help we can get. You are a respectable opponent, a good fighter. I'd be honored to fight next to you instead of uh, against you. He seems smiling. He finishes the rest of his drink, wipes the hands over his mouth. Number of enemies? Uh, it's a uh, group of traveling double ones. One of which has a magic sword that makes it to where he can't be defeated or whatever. But really just uh, some of the double ones. Honorino is there uh, from, uh, where is he from? Chatvok. Chatvok. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Ballots like chimes in. and <laughs> <laughs> He literally telepathically sends, yeah. <laughs> Was he from Chatvok? He comes from Chatvok, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know the exact numbers. We don't have all that much information okay. except for their occasional whereabouts. You don't even know where they are? We know where they're going to be and where they have been. Let me get this straight. You don't know where they are. You don't know how many of them are. There's a guy named Honorino and there's a magic sword that's undefeatable. And just three of you are going in and you want me to come help you fight. <laughs> he just orders another drink from the bar. And he's like, there's no chance. Unless you uh, 
make it worth my while. I'm sure we could come up to some agreement. Can I get a read on the conversation? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> it's not a difficult check. <laughs> uh, 13 insight. Uh, you don't need that much of an insight to know that this is going poorly. Um, this guy is, is only really humoring him to listen to what the price might be in case the price is extortionate. Um, okay. Telepathically, uh, Balance is going to say to Rawl, offer him a hundred uh, upfront and a hundred upon completion. I'll give you a hundred when we depart and a hundred when we have her. Roll a persuasion check. It's not going to be a disadvantage, but you're not gaining advantage either. <laughs> I helped. You helped. That's why it's not a disadvantage. Yeah, it was a nine plus three. It was a 12. Uh, the guy, the sensei, laughs at you. He stands up, uh, takes the beer that has just been, uh, sorry, takes the, uh, the drink that's been given to him, downs it, puts it down and leaves like a, a gold piece on the table for you. And he's like, I'll be going on my way now. I'll see you in Vanless if you ever go back there. And uh, he takes his leave. God damn it. <laughs> You really? did try. Did. You did try. Really? All right. Uh, 200 gold and he was like, nah. <laughs> well, no. What happened was is uh, the Surf Neblin was asking all the wrong questions and the Sensei was, so, asking, the right was asking the right ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like still, I feel like at 200 fucking gold, that's, a, that's not really a, a number like to fucking yeah. turn your nose up at. But, but as he said, no, you don't know how many are there. You don't know where you're going. Lucas, you, you fucking lie. You say, yeah, there's about <laughs> 20 people. There's about 20 enemies. We're going to Elk and March. They're in, they're in the mountains. This is fucking goddamn. You can yell at Raw when he comes in, but you guys sent Raw over there to talk, so. Anyway, let's move on to the third option. Right, so... Seeing that the uh, two conversations have ended, Balance will go to the uh, sorceress. Uh, the sorceress is... Oh, let me describe her. Kathia is aware of this conversation, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait. <laughs> you're getting all paranoid because you're talking to another woman. No, I just... You know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whipped already. All right. No. <sighs> You consider it. That's that's a good thing. He doesn't want her to feel uncomfortable. You make your way over to the bar itself. Yep. Uh, the woman is standing there. She's she's wearing um, heavy furs. Um, it wouldn't exactly. It's not armor. Armor. It's just heavy heavy outwear. Um, and she, you know, she has a she has a a very like a hat on almost like a wizard's hat but just sort of like it kind of crumples over um and it's all like made out of natural furs and stuff you can see her hair is very very long um it's been uh, dyed black um but you can still see that at parts like it just ripples with small amounts of fire you walk near her and you just get it she radiates heat um if you leave milk near her too long it's gonna go wrong pretty quickly uh, it's that kind of warmth um 
and she's at the bar and she's she's drinking some clear spirits um just like leaning heavily on the bar uh she looks like she hasn't slept uh she smells like she's been drinking all night possibly alone possibly with company um you don't know there's a lot of empty glasses nearby okay um do i know what her name was Mm. or what they called her anyways Oh, they called her Firefly. Firefly. Yes. Okay. You didn't pick up her real name. Got it. Uh, so Balance is going to uh, approach next to her uh, at a reasonable distance, like a foot, maybe two feet between. Mm-hmm. And just say, you're Firefly. I saw you fight in the arena. Uh, she turns and looks at you. She's clearly wasted. Um, and she says... That's a that's a terrible, terrible pickup line. <laughs> Been used all night. Well, uh, consider it more of an introduction. My name is Balance. Nice to meet you. And Balance puts a hand out. Jens, my name is Jens. And she grabs your wrist rather than grabbing your hand. She feels exceptionally hot to the touch. Um, just that, mm, yeah, I don't want to be holding this too long sort of feeling. Yeah, gives her like, uh, like a hold- shake. Yeah, uh, she gives it like one one good shake and then let's go. It was a marvelous performance you had. Being able to set yourself on, on fire is, it's fun. <laughs> Balance can do that too <laughs> with his brain. I can tell it looked like you were enjoying yourself. And I'll be honest, I was rooting for you to... Uh, Kick the shit out of that arrogance prick. Yeah, he's... Whew, boy, I'm very happy that your dwarf friend, and she points over his Watana, and the elder dwarf friends, they, yeah, it was good. I'm you and me both. I'm very happy. And she reaches over the bar and grabs like another drink and pours one for herself and puts the bottle back. I take it that you're... One for pleasures and then fighting and then back to the pleasures after, I take it. You, yes, little things. I mean, it's not always about the size of the things. Oh! Of course. So I have a proposition for you. One that I think will benefit you and I both greatly. That's... A much better pickup line. And uh, she puts her hand on your shoulder. That's. Thank you. And Balance is gonna kind of do that off the shoulder thing. Okay. I see she looks a little bit rebuffed, a little unhappy by this. So my companions and I are looking to save somebody who has been taken from us. Oh. Are we playing that game? I'm sorry. I don't... I I mean them all the merrier. I really care. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, I'm trying to say that I need your magical skills because we're going to be getting into a fight. You seem quite capable. I am offering you money so that you may continue to uh, drink your liqueur. And in exchange, 
help us with rescuing uh, a friend of ours. And I'm not meaning any of this as an innuendo. I understand we were playing a game there, but down she to puts, business itself. She puts a hand on each shoulder and she stares you like squarely in the eye. She tries to, but like she has that eye wobble thing that you get when you're sometimes very drunk. Uh-huh. Um, I need you to make a persuasion roll for me. Sure. Uh, 17. So we're not having a thing. No. I do enjoy uh, banter back and forth. We can absolutely continue that, but not... Oh, you like to talk. You're one of those people. As she like sits down on the chair, turns back to her booze. Greets over the bar, pours another one for herself and for you, and slides it across the bar to you. Ballots will sip it. It's pretty strong. I'll fucking bet it is. It's pretty strong. It's not the stuff you want first thing in the morning. Um, she says, I I like words and deeds. I like deeds. I like deeds. I like doing things. You have pretty words. You keep your pretty words. I Cheers. And uh, she clinks your jar- glass and then cheers. downs the rest of her own. She goes back to drinking. Well, uh, I will give you a few hours then. We need to get ourselves together. Uh, meet you back here in, let's say, five hours. Uh, she raises one hand like an okay sign and then continues drinking. Balance is going to give her like a pat on the shoulder as he walks by and do what he did to Caden. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the restore health. <laughs> Trying to make a sofa. At least somewhat. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I spend three side points and try to give her a little boost. I give her, I give her psychic coffee. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, she seems more invigorated next time she reaches for the bottle. Um, okay. On that really awkward note, uh, we'll call this episode here. <laughs> <laughs> you have one ally, one not ally, and one extremely drunk, probably not an ally, but might be an ally. So basically you got a yes, no, and a maybe. <laughs> a yes, no, and a ask me when I'm sober. Hey there, viewers. Zaltana here. Thanks for listening to another great episode of The Lucky Die. As you can tell, we've got uh, two new friends. They're pretty awesome. I guess and then that sorceress is a little bit weird, but I like her. Anyway, again, thanks for listening. We always appreciate your support. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're finding your podcasts. Always really helps. Uh, the other way you can support the show is at Patreon. We have a Patreon. The link is on uh, Twitter, which is at TLDPod. With our Patreon, you can get a bunch of different kinds of rewards depending on what you, you know, subscribe with. Uh, For instance, you can throw names into an NPC name pool. Like, for instance, the names of our two new friends, uh, Homer and Jens, were given to us by Ellie and the Jald. So thank you for those names. 
another thing you can get when you subscribe to us is a shout out in an episode. This week's shout out goes to Zimbalina. Thanks so much for subscribing. We really appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate, we really appreciate all the support that you guys give us. Uh, anyway, you can also check out our website, theluckydie.com. And, uh, we are part of a Facebook super group. So check out our Twitter for information on that. Uh, that's about it. See you guys next time. And, uh, don't worry, Odette. I'm coming for you. This is Outpost Freestead. I'm reaching out for seizure group and possible rescue services. A storm has stranded us in for over a week. Anyone, please respond. One of the companies I work for needs me to go on a trip. Apparently they received a signal from one of their outposts. And the noise, the scratching from last night. There are marks, scores, on the bunker. What kind of marks? Big ones, like a bear, deep into the concrete. It's not bear. And I'm afraid it's you too. During these storms, travel is not advised. The White Vault. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.